0: What's up everybody, Josh Coley here, welcome back to the NFL New Zealand podcast, this is the 8th episode I believe, now it's been a week since the draft and this is what I like this time, this time is what I like to call the aftermath of the draft, this will be analysts and just people make their winners and losers of the draft, they talk about picks and where certain players went to, what teams they went to and they also call people busts already which is a bit premature but oh well and I like doing this kind of stuff so you know that's good and I'm going to do that some that stuff in today's episode so what we have on the um, agenda for today is I'm going to talk about the 49ers draft my team obviously I just want to talk about that a bit and discuss that and then I will talk a bit about the Aaron Rodgers situation in Green Bay which will be a very interesting um, conversation to talk about and I'll have a timeline of What's happened so far, so that'll be good to go through. And then I have I'm going to talk about the my winners and losers of the draft, which will be also fun. So we're in for a bit of a jam-packed episode. And you know, let's get into it. So the 49ers had a very good draft. They got their QB of the future in Trey Lance, which I'm very happy about. You know, people are saying we should take fields, but I like this pick. I think Lance is very good. He's very mobile. He has everything to him and I'm looking forward. Even though not even if he doesn't play for a couple Years, it's going to be a very, very um, very good time for him to learn from Jimmy G and whoever else comes in. Robert Griffin was talking about him becoming a backup in um, San Francisco and mentoring him. But you know, I'm happy with Jimmy for the next couple of years or maybe a year. But I, I'm, I'm hoping Lance comes in the next year or two because um, our Super Bowl window is wide open right now and our team is very good and very young, which is um. Good. So that's that selection. I'm happy about that, if you want to know my thoughts on that. The next one we have is guard Aaron Banks from Notre Dame. I'm happy about this pick. We need to get into our offensive line. Um, Obviously, our tackles are good with Trent Williams and Mike McGlinchey, but the offensive line and in the inside is a bit... Um, but, uh, I think we still have Laken Tomlinson, Tom where Daniel Brunskill bugging Aaron Banks. He'll be a de- um, developmental piece and he might even start this year, who knows, with injuries. But I like this pick, good pick, and um, sort of the need we need to go to. Next one is Chase sermon round three. I'm happy about this pick. We're getting the running back. I didn't expect it coming. I didn't think we are going to take sermon at all. Um, he's a bit of a power back, but he's very. He's not that fast. But he's a power back. and get to the outside, although, and it'll be interesting to see if he gets the number two spot over Wayne Galman as behind Mostert and potentially could be the starter when Mostert um, leaves or becomes too old and retires or something like that. The next one we have is the cornerback from Michigan, Ambry Thomas. I'm happy about this. Our corners aren't looking too flash right now, even though we have Emmanuel Mosley, we still have Cameron Williams and Jason Barrett. Um Sherman is not 100% coming back, but they have talked about a reunion, so hopefully he does. But this is a good development pick, another good pick to develop players. And, yeah, so I like that. Next one we have is round five going the O-line with the O line one with Jalen Moore, Western Michigan. Don't know much about him, but I like the pick going O line. It's about it. next one we have is D Doma 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 Doa Lenoa, um DB from Oregon. I've heard good things about him. Um, I think he's gonna be good. And yeah, I like that pick. Um, the next one we have oh I like this pick the safety Talanoa Hufanga from USC. I like this pick a lot. He's he could be a very good pick. He could replace Jimmy Ward or across his Tart in the future and you know, probably the big one of the biggest steals of the draft in my opinion. We went with running back again at round six, Elijah Mitchell with the running back out of Louisiana Lafayette, I think. Um I like this pick, getting another running back. Um he might not make the team, but um I oh, probably was a rookie, but you know, develop another developmental piece and it should be good for Shanahan to maybe use him if someone gets injured so that's that yeah so um the 49ers draft class was obviously um it's very good it's very um it's going the right direction and I like what um positions we went with and you know I'm looking forward I'm very excited to see how this team does um maybe Lance starts to games at the end of the season or mid-season or who knows what's going to happen but uh, you know I'm going to put my seatbelt on and get ready for him. looking forward to it so that's that let's get into the Aaron Rodgers situation now this is a very big one um I have a timeline here um it goes all the way back to 2003 but it's just a saying about how he became a start over Brett Favre but I'm gonna go to 2018 um December a second they were not playing very good they weren't they weren't they're gonna play um not really going far in the postseason, and then they fired Mark McCarthy in Week 13, and lost to the Cardinals. Um, and then Rogers says we accomplished a lot of things. He's grateful and stuff like that, which is good. And then the Packers settle on Titans offensive coordinator Matt LaFleur, who is now the head coach, and he's been the head coach for about two or three seasons now. I'm not, I think two seasons. And let's go down to the next one, and then apparently Rogers and McCarthy had a big. Rift and then twenty nineteen um twenty nineteen draft, the Packers did not get a wide receiver in the first run and they passed on the likes of Marquise Brown, Nikhil Harry, DBF Samuel, AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, McGall Hardman, all for a safety who's done it and down our sandwich who has not live up to expectations and nowhere near what these other receivers have, even though they're not the same position, they've not live up to um he's not live up to the expectations what he should have and Especially how the other receivers have played like Metcalf and Hardman and Debo. So yeah, that's happened. And then Rogers publicly supports what out Jake Kimmerau and he's obviously off the team now, so that'll make him mad. Um so about this speculation about Rogers and LaForro has the most control. And then the um that the coach says that Rogers does have pre play control. Um so they have a bit of a in 2019, they have a bit of a rift, and that's um, there. And this season lose the 49ers, my team, when they blew them out in the NFC Championship game. I was very happy about it. I loved that game, watching it. And then months into speculation, the last year's draft in 2020, they have a lot of speculation of what um, they're going to do. And Rodgers makes it known that he would like a skill player in the first round, like a receiver. um. Later that day, they trade up, and they could have got, like, Brent Ayuk for the 49ers did or Justin Jefferson, but they end up going with Jordan Love rocking the NFL world, um, which is pretty crazy. And then speaking with the media a month later, about a month later, Rodgers makes it known that he was less satisfied than the, um, that the Packers selected Love. Um, what have we got? Our... And he acknowledges that Green Bay will want to turn to Jordan Love soon and his Packers career might be over soon. And then... Yeah, and then Jake Creamer gets released and he goes to the Bills and the Saints. And then... The season. And then the 24th of January, they lose to the Buccaneers. And Rogers' watch was... Um, Pretty mad, he says. A lot of guys' futures. The uncertain and myself included, just gonna to have to take some time away and clear my head and kind of see what's going on with everything. And then he didn't really know what his situation with the Green Bay was, and then the Rams were saying something, they're maybe trying to trade for him or something. But they eventually got Stafford, and he won's MVP. And then he goes on Jeopardy, and you know was thinking about going a career in that maybe. And then just for the NFL um, draft last week, the GM of the Packers, Brian Gutekunst, Gutekunst, I don't know, says that Rodgers will be Green Bay's quarterback for the fisubu future. Um, and then they go there. And then just hours before the draft, Rodgers wants out of Green Bay and plays his last, last snap for the team. And then the 49ers were presumably trying to trade from the Broncos and Raiders and all that And then they take Eric Stokes and Rogers is probably fuming about that. And then apparently the Packers released Kumara a day after Rogers has praised them and a press conference turned out to be the death knell in the Pe- Rogers packers working um, relationship. And then May 5th, which is just a couple of days ago, a new report leaks that Rogers has some not those nice things to say about Packers GM, referring to him as Jerry Kraus. Kraus secured with both the growth and demise of the 90s Chicago Bulls dynasty. So that was the timeline. So basically, Packers, I don't know what's going on in here, but they're not accommodating to Aaron Rodgers' needs. And, you know, I don't know what they're going to do. And I think Rodgers is getting pretty old. And if I was a Green Bay, I would... You know, if you're not going to support him and get him the weapons he deserves, I would probably trade him to a team. Get as much as you can before, with him before you release him or the um, value for him goes down and get Jordan Love going. Um, so, you know, I think they have to accept that. It's going to be a tough pill to swallow, but, you know, it's what happens sometimes. And you know, just have to move on from him and try and get weapons for Jordan Love. Um, you know, I don't know. What, I would like to see maybe Aaron Rodgers go to Washington for a couple of years. That could be... A very, very, they could shock the NFL world if you went to Washington. I don't know what the pack, trade Packers would look like. You could trade someone like Matthew Ioannidis or um, maybe a receiver, I don't know, a young receiver, um, just to get the Packers and, you know, who knows what team you could go you to, know, the Broncos and the Raiders were all in the chats, the 49ers were before they took Lance for the draft. But, you know, my situation, um, my, well, my take on the situation is, you know, I don't... I know what's going to happen, it's going to be interesting to see, and it's going to be a situation to monitor with what's going to go on with him. Um, you know, I think he deserves to be in the right team and have the right um weapons around him because he's a very talented quarterback, one probably top three talented quarterback, probably behind Mahomes, actually number two. Um, but you know, I think he should get what he deserves, and that's my take on the situation. Um, I'll probably talk about it in future episodes if something happens but I just want to give my little spiel on what I think is going to happen and what I thought about it. So next and last topic of today is I'm going to talk about my winners and losers of the draft. I love this draft. I love watching it. It was very good. Um, so yeah, let's get to it. My winners. My first winners of the thing was the Ravens. Their notable picks were receiver Rashawn Bateman first. Then they also took Adophi away. Uh, so a linebacker, then they took um, Ben Cleveland, the guard, in the third round, and Brandon Stephens, the cornerback, in the third, and also quarterback Sean Wade in the fifth. I like this pick. Um, I mean, this draft for the Ravens, they get a wide receiver to add to that corpse with already like Devin Duvernay, Marcus Brown, Sammy Watkins, Miles Boykin, um, James Prochet. And, you know, he, he could be the one-on-one receiver with um, Marcus Brown the outside being that speed receiver. You know, I don't know why I took, a, like, took an outside linebacker to replace... Um, Matthew Judon. They could have probably gone edge, but he probably will rush as well. They got a guard in Ben Cleveland, which is also good. They um got Kevin Zeitler. They got um Alejandro Villanueva. They already have um Rodney Stanley, and they have good pieces. So I like that. And on this line, they get two developmental quarterbacks to go behind Marcus Pease and Marlon Humphrey, which is good for them. So that's that draft. Next one we have is the Panthers. They got JC Hornet one, which is a surprising pick, but a good pick at that. They got wide receiver out of LSU, Terrace Marshall Jr., another very good pick in the second round. And they got tackle Brady Christensen in the third, another good pick. And then they got tight end Tommy Trimble in the third, which is a big need for them. I like the shaft. You add to the corners, that shaft, um, secondary is going to be very um, good. They add to that receiving corps for Sammy Darnold's weapons, get a tackle, and they get tight end, who can very good be very good, and, you know, that's good. Um, I think they might, they could have gone, um, Justin Fields, but they went with Horn. Um, so that's a bit of a, something to note down. The Bears, um, they went Justin Fields, got a steal, trading up and, you know, getting the QB of the future. And they went and did the exactly right thing. The thing, um, the Jets should have done, which I, um, I think I talk about, um, they should have done and got it off the tackle in his draft cast, but they got Tevin Jenkins, the Mourner out of, of, um, of Oklahoma State. This was very good. Um, exactly what you should do if you're drafting a um, franchise QB go um, right for a tackle in the second round and pair them two together which is very good very good draft for the Bears I'm looking forward to what they do and hopefully field starts as a QB one next one is the Browns they I honestly had a very very good draft they got um, Greg Newsome the quarterback in the first round very good pick and they got the steal of the draft in my opinion and Jeremiah, Jeremiah owosu koromo in the second Browning had hard issues but he was cleared before the draft and the Browns ended up getting a steal on him, which is very awesome for them. They also got wide receiver Anthony Schwartz in the third. You know, they're just adding to their very talented roster. And I hate they got um, JOK because he is a very, very good player. And at the defence, it's scary, man. You know, I hope the Niners don't go up against them anytime soon. Next one is the Vikings. They traded down, I think, and they still got their man, and then Christian Derry to attack a tackle to protect Kirk. And they went with Callan um, Mond in the third round, which is a very, um, very interesting pick. You know, might um, develop him behind Kirk Cousins. He might become a starter. Who knows um, what they're thinking there? And then with Chase Thoreau, the um, linebacker in the third round, very good pick for them. You know, um, very good draft for them. Next one is the Giants. They went with surprise pick. A lot of people call this a very bad pick and one of the losers of the draft when they got Kadarius Tony, the to wide receiver, in the first round, and they got. But they did very, did very good in the second round to rebound. And they got Aziz Ajilari in the second round, and he was actually predicted to go to 11 to the Giants back then. So they trade down um, to 20 to get to Kyous Tony, and they still get Ajilari uh, in that corner. mate they got Aaron Robinson to add to that defense, which is also good. And the Eagles, they had a very good pick as well. They got Devontae Smith. They um. Got their receiver, you know, hoping can be a receiver one for Jalen Hurts. And they went right back and got Landon Dixon, the O lineman, who will, um, who's going to replace those aging Eagles O line when they retire. And they got CB Zeke McPherson, I think. Don't know much about him. Good pick. And I got a steal in um, running back Kenny Gainwell in the fifth round, which is, you know, will be yeah. a very good piece with Boston Scott and Miles Sanders to rotate. 49 is obviously a winner. Trey Lance, Trey Sermon, Ambry Thomas. Very good pick for Trey Lance and Sermon. And, you know, I like that pick. Good draft. I want talk about that. Next one is the Washington football team. I love what they're doing. They got Jamin Davis. Everybody thought they should take Jeremiah Owais with koramala But, obviously, they like Jamin Davis better. I've read a lot that they think that he's their guy. I like that pick. Then they went with tackle Samuel Cosme to replace Trent Williams when he left. And, you know, I like that pick. A very good play in the second. They got a steal on Diami Brown in their third round. Which is also good and gives that receiving corps a boost and is very good with McLaurin, Samuel, and now Brown. Now, the losers I have is Patrick Suraton, the cornerback, and them taking running back Jamonte Williams in the second round. You know, I don't know why I passed on Justin Fields. I would have taken him rather than going Suraton. I don't think Teddy Bridgewater or Drew Lock is the answer. And you could have got a very good player in Fields, but you go ahead and get corner when you already have a stacked secondary. And you go on the running back and you, um, second round, and you get Javante Williams, which I don't know where you're really what you're doing there. Um, you tra- They traded up to get him, and they already have Melvin Gordon, who they're paying, which I don't know. A bit of a luxury pick there. I don't really like it. That's the, that's a loser. Because the Packers, obviously, they took cornerback Eric Stokes in the first round. Morris Picker, the first round, I'd say. The Josh Miser, center. Still didn't get a thing in the second round. Finally, in the third round, they got Amari Rogers, and you know he's a very good player. You could have got way better receivers in the second and first round, so that's a loser, loser for them of the drafty Packers. Next one is the Colts. I think they had a good draft, but they, um, you know, Quay was a bit of a steal. He dropped down, and that was a good pick, but um, Dio, Dayo, uh, uh, I don't know a Dion I don't know at um defensive end another one you know i don't think i should have gone back to back and they got safety sean davis which is good to replace mike hooker maybe and then with qb sam ellinger who will probably be ellinger i don't know he will be a developmental pick and probably won't um start with wentz and jacob eisen there and you know praise up to his brother jacob ellinger he was found dead in texas um just today or tomorrow um, yesterday so you know, a bit sad for him to pass away, but you know, prayers up for him. Um, so the culture a loser for me. Next one is the Raiders. Um I don't know what the Raiders were doing. I've talked about it um on my TikTok. Actually go follow that. Josh Collier talks in the foul. But I said the Alex Leatherwood pick was very down looking at saw and the Vikings made it look even worse, Viking um Dairy Saw at twenty three. Um, you know, maybe it might turn out, I don't think it will, you know. I know what they're doing there, just to get... Technical. I mean, a good pick, good position, but they should have got a different player, and they got Chyvon Moerig at safety, which was a very good pick, but, you know, they already have Jonathan Abram, but, you know, they already got two safeties later on the draft after that, so I don't know what they're doing there. These Saints, I, you know, when I saw this draft, you know, um, I got Peyton Turner, defensive me. never heard of the guy, no idea who it was, but, you know, he might turn out, and they go, are we Pete Warner warner to um add to that group which is decent to replace Quan. they got cb paulson might be bigger player and they got qb and book just a developmental piece so no not a not a very good pick i mean draft for the saints um pretty average but it might turn out in the future who knows so yeah that is about it for my winners and losers of the draft you know this is fun um, I'm looking forward to it and basically the journey starts now. You know, I think Rocky Minicam is starting in about a week or a five days or something. So I'm looking forward to that. And basically the journey starts now from the season, you know. I'm looking forward to it. Um I'm gonna keep doing these podcasts every week unless I'm away and can't do it or something like that. But you know, I'm looking forward to it. I hope you guys did enjoy this episode. Comment down below what you think of the draft and you know, your um what you think about your team, um team's draft and stuff you know go follow NFL New Zealand on Instagram and Josh Colley talks NFL on Instagram and on TikTok and you know I'll be posting um short videos talking about some stuff you know I just posted one about my offensive rookie there and defensive rookie there predictions so if you like that kind of stuff go follow that on TikTok and you know I hope you guys did enjoy this episode comment down below what you want to see in the future and I'll see you next week